from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online at com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks for joining me today, friends. We made it, yes, to a Monday. Through the weekend, June 22nd, we got a great show in store for you. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon. Going to talk about Sunday's Gospel. Yesterday, a little spiritual chat with Deacon Dave, always at the forefront of our week. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteor just going to give us a live extended forecast for the week as well. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show this morning. At 7.45, Father Jeff Kirby is going to be back on the show. Love having Father Jeffrey on. He's a priest of the Diocese of Charleston, South Carolina, speaker and author. I've had him on probably, oh, I, I, maybe... I want to say a half dozen times, maybe not that many yet, but uh, he it was just recently named a missionary of mercy by Pope Francis. So I'm going to leave some good time for that because he's going to explain exactly what the Holy Father is doing here when uh, we're talking about missionaries of mercy and what are some of the expectations that come from such an appointment. Also on the show today, five things gardening taught me about God and fatherhood. Uh, We're going to have that blog piece for you. I thought that was really interesting and timely, of course, with it being uh, Father's Day yesterday. Mark Amadeo with your news in sports. With Jimmy on the uh, the uh, weather this morning, weather traffic this morning. There we go. And we'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. So we have a full Monday ready to go. We're running fast. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. Did you have a good Father's Day yesterday? I did. Just grilled over at Mom and Dad's, and uh, it was really nice. What about you? Same. We uh, we stayed home and uh, did a little grilling. I I had the uh, barbecue running with uh, brats and burgers. Yep. Had uh, Father Mike over, the spiritual father of oh, our yeah. family, Father Michael, and uh, my sister and, and son and his girlfriend all came over. So cool. we had quite a time yesterday. Can't forget our priest for Father's Day. I know we didn't in prayer. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So we all had a good time. Probably ate a little too much. Talked a little bit too much. Yeah. And, didn't do very well in the bags game. I got to work mm. on that. I haven't done that in a while. Got to work on the bags, huh? Wasn't good. It wasn't good. I, uh, the authorities were almost called. I said, "No, the Leonetti house is about twenty blocks west. You, <laughs> you, you need them." And uh, I, I think they went over there. I had a buddy that uh, I had a buddy in college that gifted me a homemade bag set. He went on to become a monk, um, and he, uh, he he was great with woodwork, and he put this beautiful bag set together that i still have um and it just made real solid i mean it was just awesome so it was a great Mm -hmm. surprise so we we use that whenever we bring out the family games 
I may have to change. I don't like the one we have. It's uh, <laughs> it's not working well for the home court. Yeah, I can I do well in my cousin's uh, bag set at his pool about uh, ten blocks away from us, but. Uh, not good last night. Well, that that was the only sport that was pain. on for a while, and, and professional sports. Yeah. It was bags. I don't know if you saw <laughs> that. They even aired it on ESPN. It I thought, well, we are definitely in a pandemic now, aren't we? <laughs> we're in a pandemic when they're at, uh, they, they call it cornhole or yeah. bags. Uh, they were airing that during primetime. You're exactly right, uh, John. Well, there we are. <laughs> had a little storm last night. Had some rain, a little wind, lightning early this morning, and uh, heavy rain up in northern Iowa, up in northeast mm-hmm. Iowa, around uh, Waterloo. Four to six inches of rain along uh, Highway 20 quarter between Iowa Falls and Waterloo. They got a ton of rain, and we got some wind and some lightning and uh, some heavy rain in downtown Des Moines about 1 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I, I heard it. I went back to bed. It doesn't bother me, but I heard it. Mm-hmm. I did the same, and uh, I heard a couple claps of thunder, but we're gonna, we may see a little bit of that today, so we'll, we'll get right to it here from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines. We have, uh, well, there's some rain in the area, cloudy skies mostly at the Mercy One studio. 70 degrees, the humidity up there at 87%, so a little bit sticky out there. South-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour, and today we will see some scattered showers and thunderstorms, and they should end by early afternoon as we'll see sunny skies later. Humid today, a high of 78 degrees with the cooler temperatures. Northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy. Overnight low of 62 degrees. And then tomorrow, uh, partly cloudy dry. Probably be our best day of the week. A high of just 78 degrees. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy with a high of 81 degrees. Thursday and Friday, not looking too bad, but warming up. Warm and humid. Highs in the mid-80s both days, but a chance of rain back in the forecast on Friday. Well, in the news, on this uh, Monday morning, well, the Polk County Sheriff Office announced last night that a 13-year-old boy was found safe. Lucius Lowell Carroll was found at approximately 10:30 last night after he went missing on Friday. The Polk County Sheriff says uh, Lucius is being reunited with his guardian. Well, in other news, the tonight the Des Moines City Council will consider a plan including a marijuana decriminalization task force and consider a, the second reading of a racial profiling ordinance. The City of Des Moines can't legally decriminalize marijuana, but instead it can find ways to advocate. Uh, for state lawmakers to do so. The council will also consider a racial profiling ordinance that would require the Des Moines Police Department to commit itself to the unbiased, equitable treatment of all people, regardless of what they look like. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last week was the end of week one of the high school baseball and softball seasons. And uh, the Dowling teams were on the road on Friday. They finished the uh, first week of the season with records of 5-1. and one. Dowling softball team sweeping a double header at Mason City on Friday night by scores of 12 to 2 and 8 to 3 in nine innings. The Maroons scored five runs in the top of the ninth. In high school baseball, the seventh ranked Maroons uh, split a doubleheader at Mason City. Game one, uh, Dowling winning nine to five. Mason City taking a nightcap on Friday by the score of two to one. Tonight, week two of the high school baseball and softball season gets underway. Dowling will host Valley in a softball and baseball doubleheader beginning at five o'clock for both games. The softball game features number six Valley with a record of six and zero oh at uh, Dowling, and again, that'll start at 5 o'clock. The Dowling softball.
softball field tonight. And right here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight, we'll have Valley at number seven Dowling. Uh, the first pitch gets underway at five o'clock right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Joe Stacy with the pregame beginning at 445 and he'll be broadcasting both games. Hopefully the Wayne, the rain will stay away and they will get started on time. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, cloudy skies, some rain in the area. We had heavy rain overnight here in central Iowa with uh, lightning. There are some folks without power right now in central Iowa. Uh, right now, 70 degrees, the humidity up there at 87%, a south-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour. And today we'll see scattered showers and some thunderstorms. Hopefully we'll see sun later on this afternoon. Today's high 78 degrees under humid conditions with northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Going to start things off accident-free. We are seeing a little more traffic on the roadways during that drive this morning, but again, still about seven minutes as you're heading into downtown from the east and west. Make turn 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about Hey, Deacon Dave. Good morning, John. How was your Father's Day? Yeah. You too, man. You too. What'd you do? It was also also my 40th anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I meant, uh, okay, great, great. That's awesome, man. 40 years. How'd how'd Carol take it? How does she take that? (laughs) You got some time, man. You got some time. (laughs) <laughs> well, she's a wonderful woman, man. She supported you all in, in, in all oh, your God. endeavors, especially through the diaconate and everything, man. Oh, thank, thank Carol. Thank Carol. It's awesome. You know, you know, when I got married, you know, Carol was married before and husband died of cancer, right? Hmm. And so Amy, our oldest, was already around. So really, the 21st was a instant Father's Day for me and marriage, both at once. So, I mean, it, it was a learning curve for me, believe me. Yes, I, I bet it was, man. I bet what, it was. What usually is. Now, did you uh, did you do anything special yesterday, or what did you guys do? Light, you know, lay low. We, we, did, we, we had to lay low, you know, because of uh, COVID. Where sure. uh, we, we have, uh, you know, we the girls. Uh, Amy's up in um, Chanhassen, Minnesota, with her kids, and Kristen's up in Fargo, North mm-hmm. Dakota, with hers. And she's about to have another child at in, in the end of right mid July. That's great. So we're trying to get Carol up there if we can somehow or another, and yeah. then so I mean, and then Mike's out in California, so we we just kind of uh, face FaceTime each other. It was good, but I would have rather been together with them. Yeah, well, I bet you would be. But forty years—that's something to be—that's something yeah. to celebrate and get excited about. Um, yeah. 
Let's talk about Matthew. Matthew 10, uh, Jesus starts from the beginning fear, tell, instructing his disciples to have no fear and going out and proclaiming the good word. I, I can think of a guy on the other end of the line right now that doesn't have a lot of fear when it comes to proclaiming the good news. Well, John, and, and, and I'm not going to today either. I mean, I think about this, and, and if you look at what precedes this, Jesus says the coming, or the Gospel of Matthew in, in verse 16 Behold, I'm sending you like sheep amidst wolves. He also says that no student is greater than his teacher or no slave greater than his master. So therefore, you, I've suffered some things, you're going to suffer some things. Hmm. Then he says, fear no one. Right? Then he says, fear no one. And I think today, very appropriate, very appropriate uh, in the sense of there's a lot of things going on around us. Uh, unrest on one side of it, COVID the next side of it, the other side of it. You know, and all the things in between in our own lives, you know, but he says, fear no one. The only one we should fear is him, in a sense of respect, you know, in a sense of admiration of what he's given us and how he gets us through. I mean, even in my own life and journey, you know, how many things did I did I fear, but I look back and say, see, God got me through that. Yeah. God got me through that, and, and, and will, and he promises us. So I... I this is very, very, very important scripture right now for us to have, but we can't even fear it. We still have to must proclaim his name. You know, I think about all this talk that's going on, and not once do we hear, you know, I hear this word professional all the time. Well, we got to act more professional. Well, what's that mean? Of course I'm going to act more professional. It's my faith first. The other Christians were called professionals. I'm sorry, I'm really getting out of bandwagon. I here. like it. That's what they were called, professionals, faith first, and everything they did in their business dealings, in their relationships, in their families, and in their dying, mm. they were faith first. That's why, the, that's why the Roman people called them professionals. They didn't call them Christians, they called them professionals. See, they were professional because they, they just were solid with their faith first all the time. And if people would just catch that, you know, my grandson just got confirmed last weekend, and I was telling him that, you know, you're going to grow up to be a professional, aren't you? And he said, yes, if you look at professional sports, you look at professions and vocations out there, what are you going to put in place? This is what you're saying when you, when you say yes to that bishop. When you say yes to that bishop, you're saying, I will profess my faith in Jesus Christ. will be first. will be first among everything else. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm reminded by the line in here, Matthew 10, 26 or 33 was yesterday's gospel, friends. And uh, Jesus says, and do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. And I'm reminded of the humor of some of the saints, uh, it, it, some of the martyrs. You know, um, St. Lawrence, you know, turn me over. I'm done on this side as he was being, you know, roasted alive almost. The mockery. Uh, on a gridiron. On a gridiron, right. I mean, you know, just laughing at his persecution, uh, executioners. You look at uh, St. Peter, you know, turn me, turn me upside down. Almost another kind of mockery. I don't deserve to die the way that our Lord died. You know, turn it up. I Turn me upside down here. You look at St. Sebastian, you know, they tried to kill him with the arrows, but he survived it. And, and he doesn't run away. He goes back to, he goes back to the emperor's house. To, to try to convert him again, and then ends up getting beaten to death by the emperor's guards and thrown into a well. But you, they, they weren't afraid. They, they knew they knew where they were going, first and foremost. They knew who it was that was for first in, uh, forefront in their life, and that was God. But they just, nothing got in the way. Nothing. 
nothing. And that's the thing right now, John. We need to stand up as a as a, a God-fearing and Christian community that says, enough of this. This is, this is what we got to do in the name of Christ. I do this, you know, when I was married, I get married in the name of Christ. I get married in the name of Christ. When I took my job in teaching, I, 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 I'm a professional in the name of Christ. Everything I do is in the name of Christ. It says, I, I drove by the sign for the hospital on my way in. You are heroes. Yes, we are heroes for God. Mm-hmm. We are heroes for God and then for you. Right? God first, always. Love God, all heart, soul, mind, and strength. Everything we are, and then everything else will fall into place regardless what they try to do to your body. Yeah. Right? It's all about soul. That's it. And this is what Jesus uh, you know, <laughs> commands us to do. And this is, if we're going to have a Christian world, uh, this is this is kind of, I think, a good starting point to the Gospels for, for us. We, we need to have no fear in proclaiming the good news of Jesus. And that good news, uh, friends, is the good news that the world will uh, thrive with. We are okay. his disciples. Deacon Dave O'Brien. One, Go ahead. Yeah, what, wait, one more, John. Sure. One more. Sure. I know. Listen at the end. I will... Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Heavenly Father. Yep. But whoever denies me, whether in voice, life, or whatever, right, before others, I will deny before my Heavenly Father. Now, that's the kind of fear that he wants us to have. See, it, But it's fear because I would never deny God. I don't want to deny God. That's not what I'm going to do, see, in my life. And I know I sound like a hero, and maybe... You know, when it gets put to the test, which I think it's getting closer and closer to do, we just we got to live that out. I will never deny. you got to start taking that pledge now. Ever deny you. That this is it. And I think we do that in this culture, and we straighten it out again. Well, we pray for anyway. faith. I, I, I love it. We pray for faith, and uh, that is what we need in, in our world right now. Deacon Dave O'Brien, talk to you soon, man. God. Bless you all, man. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you. Always good. Starting a Monday with Deacon Dave O'Brien. Again, he's he's worth more than two cups of coffee there. I love it. Uh, all right. Coming up right after this, friends, I'm going to talk about a great blog piece I read just the other day uh, from Matt D'Antuano, um, Five Things Gardening Taught Me About God and Fatherhood. I thought this was timely for Father's Day, so we'll have that coming up for you. Uh, and uh, coming up at 745 today, Father Jeffrey Kirby is going to be back on the show, a priest of the Diocese of Charleston, South Carolina, a speaker and author of numerous books. And he was recently named a Missionary of Mercy by Pope Francis. So I'm going to have what that means coming up in the second half hour today. It is Monday. It is June 22nd. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dean, a dear friend of mine. Haven't played basketball with him for a while, but hopefully we'll get back on the court soon. Bell Construction, 963-4494. Residential re-roofs all throughout central Iowa. Light commercial jobs as well, but been doing residential re-roofs for the last 30 years. 963-4494. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs all of central Iowa. 963-4494. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more, 515-493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Well, yesterday was Father's Day. I hope everyone had a happy Father's Day, or all you fathers out there. Uh, I know I get, received some nice cards from my kids. That's that's all I ever want. And I got some chocolate from my wife, too, which I love. But uh, I, I, I just want a nice card. Um, and my kids were, they did not disappoint. So that, that really made my Father's Day. I hope yours was good as well. I read a piece the other day. Uh, and I, I thought it was really timely for today, of course, um, yet seeing as how yesterday was Father's Day. It was uh, done by Matt D'Antuano, and uh, he wrote, Five Things Gardening Taught Me About God and Fatherhood. And I thought, boy, he just really kind of nailed this. And, and he talked about his kind of love for gardening, and um, he's got eight kids, so he's he's got a lot of work to do, he says, out in the yard, and uh, just kind of a, a time for him to really... Um, get out with God, and he really sees this as something to help his faith. I know my wife has kind of gotten into it a little bit, gardening. Um, I, I know some friends, my brother-in-law has really gotten into it. Uh, I, this never, I've never really had the, the green thumb. Uh, it's never been my thing, but uh, yeah, I, I, I know, and my mom has actually recently kind of gotten into it a lot more too. 
Although I'm the one that's got to carry all the heavy bags of mulch around the back, so I get the workout at least. But uh, he talks about how, really, he's learned a lot about the Father. Yeah, God the Father during this time of, of getting into gardening. Um, and he gives kind of five ways, uh, five ways he has, or five things he has learned about God the Father through gardening. Uh, I'll, I'll try to make it through as many as I can here, but the first one was the Father's work requires patient, he's, patience, he says. He says he's, he's managed to complete one project while destroying something in the process. A digging bar uh, is nothing other than a very large, heavy-pointed metal bar that is lifted in the air and allowed to fall, using its own great momentum to pierce down into the hard earth, he says. It's a wonderful, effective tool for breaking up hard earth. So what has he learned in that? Well, God is patient in his work of breaking up the hard soil of our souls. Life is messy, he says, and dry, hard soil will not bear fruit or sustain growth. So he talks about that God is always there to kind of break that up just so he can enter into it, so he can work. And not in a, an aggressive or a bad way, but there to really remind us to break through kind of all the things that get in the way when we allow him to. All the things in, in our mess, as I've oftentimes talked about on this show, that get in the way of our relationship with God, that he's there, he's doing the work. See, we can oftentimes think, friends, that we're the ones that that have to do the work. This isn't a self-help sort of thing when it comes to our faith, that God's the one that does the work. As I've often said, and I'll never tire of saying, we give God permission. Uh, He says, those who do the work of the Father acquire the smell of the Father. I thought this was neat. He says, as he worked at the ground, I I developed the body condition and smell that often accompanies hard manual labor. This was nothing new, but perhaps for the first time I was reminded of how my father smelled when he got sweaty from doing similar hard work. In a less offensive way, he says, the same principle holds when it comes to God the Father. If we do his work, we acquire his smell. There is an aroma about the saints that is unmistakable. It is the aroma of divine love. Three, he says he learned, the authentic work of the Father is attractive. And I thought this was really cool. He talked about his kids, that they all want to come out and help. Uh, And, you know, he says when he's out there working, they always want to come out and help. So what does he do? But he allows them to help. Right? He says there's something attractive about authentic work at any level, but most especially at the spiritual level. He went in to give the example of St. Francis of Assisi, attracted so many followers, he says, because it was obvious that God was up to something. If we go about the business and work of the Father, people will notice and want to be a part of it. I've said this before. Holiness is so attractive. It's the most attractive thing in the world. You just look at the saints. Why was John Paul II the number one person seen the most by, by uh, human eyes in the world? It's because people were attracted to that. Why would people fly across the world to be able to work with a, uh, you know, a four foot eight nun? Because she was the most attractive woman in the world, Mother Teresa. That's what God's love is, that aroma of divine love. He says, our work is really the father's work. And I thought this was a really nice uh, example that he gave here. You know, his kids want to, his kids want to use the big tools, he says, and especially the, you know, the ones that are dangerous. And he lets them, he lets them use those tools, but he says he always has his hand on the tools too. So they think they're doing the work, but he's making sure that they're safe throughout it. And he says, that's really in a lot of ways like God, the father, God, the father condescends even to allow us to participate in his work of redemption. God's always got his hand on that work. You know, we may think, oh, look at all the things that I'm doing, but it's never about us. 
It's always about God the Father and guiding us in that. And finally, he says, there are some jobs only the Father can do. Uh, He says, when I did let them work on their own, his kids, I applied myself to the delicate, so I had learned, task of locating other drainage pipes, seeing that I was doing something different, and so they probably thought, more important, they wanted to help. I had to explain to them that this was a particular job only I could do. He says, we can be hasty and presumptuous about the role we want to play in the kingdom of God, but there are certain tasks and roles, vocations, if you will, he says, that are entrusted to us and not others. And there is work given to us that I ought not to envy. Ultimately, all work is done by God. See, it's finding our vocation, finding our place in the kingdom, and then serving there. So that was just a beautiful piece by uh, Matt D'Antuano. And uh, yeah, timely, of course, with it being Father's Day. Good reflection this morning. Let's go to Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine this morning. You sound like you're out and about. Well, I'm just on my way, headed into work. Okay, so there just, you go. I'm just in my garage. Are we going to be on TV <laughs> this morning? Uh, yeah, I should be on at 8 o'clock. There if you I go. can get to work on time. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. All right, well, let's get to it. What do we got? So today we have more scattered showers, and even a few thunderstorms a possibility today. It will stay mostly cloudy, but we'll see more of those scattered showers and thunderstorms again later into the afternoon. And some of them could possibly, again, bring some heavy downpours, some gusty winds, and temperatures will be right near 80 degrees for the high. Still keeping a chance of an isolated shower or storm during the evening hours tonight, but skies then become partly cloudy through the overnight. Tuesday will be mostly sunny. It will be a bit cooler and much less humid. 76 degrees for the high, northwest winds about 5 to 15 miles per hour. Wednesday looks to be very nice, sunny skies, 79 for the high. And on Thursday, we'll see some increasing clouds mixing in with that sun, keeping in a slight chance of showers and storms by the evening. Temperatures will again be warmer in the mid-80s. Friday, showers and thunderstorms do look likely, especially in the afternoon. Skies partly sunny and a high of 86. Over the weekend, we're going to have partly cloudy skies both Saturday and Sunday, and each day there is a slight chance of seeing some showers and thunderstorms over the weekend with highs, again, warm and humid in the upper 80s. All right. Well, sounds like it's going to be a good week. We'll get a little bit of rain in there, I'm sure. Keep the grass growing and green. Megan Sowa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Have a great day. You as well. All right. Coming up, second half hour, Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up's going to preview his 9 o'clock show. And Father Jeffrey Kirby's back on the show, friends, of the Diocese of Charleston, South Carolina, speaker and author. He was recently named a Missionary of Mercy by the Holy Father. So I'm going to talk to him about what that means and kind of what that job entails now for him. So looking forward to having Father Jeffrey back on the show. All right. Here we are. It is the 22nd of June, a Monday. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Netting in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, no, not just the customer service, a commitment to the quality of workmanship and materials and equipment is next to none. 1999, yes, originally founded then, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is goldenrulephc.com. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stop judging that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so will you be judged, and the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, 
let me remove that splinter from your eye while the wooden beam is in your eye. You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord Love the sinner and hate the sin is a maxim that simply describes the Christian attitude toward one's neighbor. Judging others without true concern for their well-being and even concern for our own standing doesn't accomplish anything. To even be able to be charitable to others means personally experiencing God's love, then visiting that love upon them. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Monday morning. A little gloomy out there, but uh, I think tomorrow is supposed to be just a beautiful day. So hopefully be able to get outside a little bit. i got to postpone my, my bike ride. I do my Monday bike ride. I'm going to have to postpone that, it looks like, until uh, tomorrow. So I'll be fine. I'm looking for a good day to do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you coming off Father's Day weekend. It was a great weekend. Just kind of rested and, uh, you know, was, was with the kids. They loved it. Yep, I'm sure they did. Uh, bike ride today. That's right, your Monday bike ride. You might not. You may need a paddle or two. Yeah. You might want to think about canoeing. Yeah, I'm going to probably postpone that one to tomorrow, but uh, it's <laughs> been good. I try to get out once or twice a week now, and uh, it's just kind of good for the mental health, you know? Well, it depends what you're doing. Uh, where, where are you traveling to? If you get lost, then it's not good for That's mental true. health because now you got to think about what you're doing. So it depends where you're going. Well, I stay on the bike trails, as I told you, and... I, I normally am able to f- kind of find my way back, but still learning the whole thing. You know, you, you, once you once you learn, it never really goes away, but still still learning. <laughs> On the left, or yeah. well, you got those you got those calls out. I got right? it you know, down. Don't run anybody over. I got okay. them down. Right. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I heard just I heard Megan here a little bit ago, and of course there's 
rain. It's started raining here in Urbandale lately, or here in the last half hour or so. So we're going to see that throughout the day. They say it could clear up later on this afternoon, but it sounds like it's going to be around. We had th- storms overnight, uh, heavy rains in northern Iowa, four to six inches of rain. And we had a storm here that had a lot of wind, so some trees down, some power outages in the area, too. Hmm. Hmm. I, well, I'm hoping, I'm thinking we, we have power. I mean, my electric toothbrush worked this morning, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, that, one, uh, that does help, yes, when the electric toothbrush I had some crop work. damage on the south side. My tomato plants were knocked over. Ooh. So, uh, uh-oh. See? Thought, uh-oh. See? Uh-oh. So the USDA will be out uh, checking uh, Tony's garden. There you go. Or what's left of it after the wind. <laughs> I salvaged the only little grape tomato that was on it. <laughs> that's, there's, there's breakfast. <laughs> the grape tomato. Yeah, that's right. That's go. all that's left. Well, let's hope it's not that much. But, uh, yeah, John, uh, be careful out there if you're going to decide to ride your bike. Otherwise, yeah. a canoe might be better. Yeah, we'll try tomorrow. All right. All right, currently from the Mercy One Studios and from WHO-TV 13, meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have some rain in the area, cloudy skies overall, 70 degrees, humidity up there at 87%, so quite sticky out with a south-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour. And today we could see scattered showers and thunderstorms. They're saying maybe some sun by afternoon. Uh, today's high is 78 degrees, although it will be very humid. Northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 62 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly Partly cloudy be our best day of the week. High of 78 degrees, low humidity for your Tuesday. Wednesday, partly cloudy, more of the same, high of 81 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, warming up, uh, warm and humid, highs in the mid-80s, and a chance of rain by Friday. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, the Polk County Sheriff's Office announced last night that a 13-year-old boy was found safe. Lucius Lowell Carroll was found at approximately 10.30 last night after he went missing on Friday. The Polk County Sheriff's Office says uh, Lucius is being reunited with his guardians. In other news, tonight the Des Moines City Council will consider a plan including a marijuana decriminalization task force and consider the second reading of a racial profiling ordinance. The City of Des Moines can't legally decriminalize marijuana, but instead it can find ways to advocate for state lawmakers to do so. The council will also consider a racial profiling ordinance that would uh, uh, require the Des Moines Police Department to commit itself to the unbiased, equitable treatment of all people, regardless of what they look like. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And the end of week one of the high school baseball and softball season was last Friday night. The Dowling teams both going 5-1. and one. The Dowling softball team... Uh, traveled to Mason City on Friday and swept a doubleheader from the uh, Mason City Mohawks by a score of 12 to 2 and 8 to 3 in nine innings. Bruins rallied for five runs in the top of the knife to win it. Dowling softball team now five and one entering this week. And the Dowling baseball team ranked seventh. They uh, completed the, the week with a five and one record. They split a doubleheader at Mason City. The Maroons taking game one by the score of nine to five and losing by the score of 2-1 to one to Mason City in Game 2. Tonight, the beginning of Week 2 of the high school softball and baseball season, Dowling on at home against Valley tonight, and we'll have the baseball game right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. In the softball contest, undefeated Valley with a record of 6-0 and and number 6 ranking, take on the Dowling Maroons at 5 o'clock at the Dowling Softball Field. And right here on Iowa Catholic Radio at 5 o'clock at 7th-ranked Dowling, hosting the Valley Tigers, Maroons with a record of 5-1, and one, Valley with a record of 4-2, and two, and we'll have that high school baseball game, 440 
7.45 pregame with Joe Stacy from the uh, George Cadero Field at Dowling High School tonight, and we'll have both games a doubleheader beginning at 5 o'clock first pitch. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, uh, currently we have some rain in the area, cloudy skies, 70 degrees, humidity up there at 87%, so quite sticky out with a south-southeast wind at 9 miles per hour. And today we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms, maybe some sun later in the afternoon, but humid, a high of 78 degrees with northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show, coming up Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Just wet roads. That's what we're dealing with this morning. Accident-free, so just take a little extra time as you are out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. But though he tried to serve both his God and his King, he knew his first priority was to the truth of the gospel. Today we celebrate St. Thomas More. He was a brilliant Englishman in the early 16th century. He was a scholar, lawyer, and chancellor to King Henry VIII. He was quick-witted and regarded by all who knew him to be a man of incredible integrity. More was also a lay Franciscan. I didn't know that. When King Henry VIII divorced his wife, Thomas objected. He reasoned correctly that no lay leader could be given jurisdiction over the laws of the church. King Henry tried to convince Thomas, knowing that the chancellor's opinion was respected and would be immensely helpful to solidifying his claim that he could rewrite church teaching. When Moore refused to support the king, he was imprisoned in the Tower of London and later beheaded. 400 years later, he was canonized by the church for his steadfast defense of church doctrine. In the year 2000, Pope St. John Paul II named more the patron saint of political leaders. We ask today, St. Thomas More, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting the saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 224 1776, 30 years in business. 224. One seven seven six. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. Hello, Joe. Good morning, John Manetti. What was the meal of choice for Joe Stopulus yesterday? You know, I was actually back in Davenport, Ooh. and my dad and brother are amazing cooks, so it was barbecue. Uh, it was awesome. Now Top we, notch. We had barbecue on Saturday as well. So what, what kind of barbecue? I'm hungry, so I, I like yeah, this so conversation. It was, uh, it was pork butt that had been smoked the entirety of the day. And wow. Then, yeah, a lot of great sides in the whole nine yards. There it was go. awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Well, happy Father's oh, Day yeah. to you, my friend. You, you as well, Mr. John Leonetti. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, I'm going to make a plug first off. Saint of the Day, if you haven't seen A Man for All Seasons, mm-hmm. you must see that yeah. about St. Thomas More. Uh, I mean, in a two-hour time frame, you're going to get such a good view of of him, the guy he was, and what, just, what an unbelievable inspiration he is. So, anyway, that's a side note. I echo uh, that. Today is actually going to be the first of a three-part episode, John, that I'm, I'm just really excited about. It's... Uh, just with everything going on in the country with the race relations and the 
Black Lives Matter stuff. Uh, I, I've been looking for, you know, I'm a big podcast guy. I've been looking for an interview with, with some common ground where it's not just someone, you know, both sides yelling at each other. And so I said, okay, well, I, maybe I'll do this. So I, I got a buddy of mine, a black guy here in town who's a good friend of mine, and he's obviously has a lot of thoughts on this stuff as well. And I said, listen, I want to come at this from a guy who didn't experience racism growing up. You know, I'm just a, a guy who's a middle-class white guy from uh, Benton, North Iowa, and obviously he's going to have a different background than that. So over the course of the next three episodes, I want to learn about his family, his upbringing, what he experienced in America growing up that I, that I don't see, the stuff I don't see, and then most importantly, John, what we could do is, as Catholics to, to make a change for the better. So it'll be a long-form conversation, um, but I'm, I'm excited about the conversation. I think it's what we need to have. But that'll be good. Uh, that'll be this morning, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening, friends. And if you miss it, you can uh, check it out, as Joe said, podcast it out at iowacatholicradio.com, the first of a three-part episode today. Joe Stopulus, have a great day, man. See you, John. All right, uh, coming up right after this, Father Jeffrey Kirby, a priest of the Diocese of Charleston, South Carolina, author of numerous books, have had him on a number of times, but he was recently just named a Missionary of Mercy by Pope Francis. So we're going to talk about what that means and what the expectations are that come with this appointment. So don't go anywhere. Father Jeffrey Kirby, right when we come back. John Leonetti in the morning. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Now, you know, normally they bring upwards of almost a dozen teams of people to South Africa to be able to help each year. That's had to slow down right now, but they're already planning for 2021. I've talked to them about it myself. Offering dignity through provision of basic water and sanitation, food, thousands of food each each week to the children and the families that are hurting there, fostering food secure communities as well with different farming initiatives. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, June 22nd. I'm Stan Ashes. Pottawatomie County resumed Sunday Masses yesterday, and parishes in Dallas, Polk, and Warren counties move into Phase 2 of the regathering process on this upcoming weekend. This means parishes can begin to offer publicly celebrated Mass on the weekends. Check with your local parish for an updated Mass schedule and information on how to attend Mass while maintaining social distancing. Bishop Johnson has requested that faithful attending Mass wear a mask. The effectiveness of masks in reducing the spread of COVID-19 has been widely confirmed. The use of a mask is an act of charity, showing love and respect for one's neighbor. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Stan Ashes. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show, as always. Let's go to my next and last guest of the day, a priest of the Diocese of Charleston, South Carolina, speaker, author, and recently named a missionary of mercy by Pope Francis, Father Jeffrey Kirby. Hey, Father. Good morning, John. Good to have you back on the show. And we're not talking about one of your books this time. We're talking about uh, your recent appointment by the Holy Father. Now, how did this come about? Yes, yes, yes. I was... um myself very humbled um, to receive word. My bishop contacted me and said that uh, the Holy Father had appointed me uh, one of his missionaries of mercy. And I will recall that the Holy Father created that program a couple of years ago during the Jubilee, and the idea is to just get his message, the Lord's message of mercy, uh, out to a broader uh, crowd, a broader, a broader audience. So, uh, yeah, I was um, humbled by the appointment. What is God's mercy? Amen. So, God's mercy is the freedom to change, that no sin defines us, no darkness uh, determines who we are, that whatever uh, has been done or we've been a part of, with a repentant heart we can turn to the Lord, taken away, uh, the opportunity to uh, do penance is, is given, and the freedom, and ultimately it's freedom, it's mercy allows us the freedom to, to change, to be something better, different than what we may have done or whatever sin have been a part of our lives. It's beautiful. That's probably one of the best explanations of, of God's mercy I've heard. <laughs> and I just put you on the spot with it too. I, I, I know uh, I didn't. I didn't send you over any questions with that. So how were you selected? Now, does your your bishop kind of request this from Rome, or uh, what, what? How does that come about? Yeah. So uh, there's a, a request either by my bishop or uh, by a current missionary of mercy uh, or. Uh, by some other person in the church that, that thinks that uh, there's something I can contribute. So someone makes the request, um, and I was contacted and, and asked to fill out forms and, and various things and submit them uh, to the Pontypool Council for the promotion of the new evangelization. That's the the department in Rome that, that takes care of the missionaries of mercy. So, uh, so I think my writings on mercy... I wrote uh, Doors of Mercy uh, in the past, a book and a DVD program. It was a book on Maria Goretti. And a lot of my writings, uh, you know, as Christians, as you see, the, the message of mercy has to be there. So in many respects, this is both a, a crown and, and a challenge to the work I've been trying to do already with mercy. Because we look at our world and we can just see that there's uh, so much darkness. People struggle with hope. Uh, they... Sometimes feel overwhelmed as if one sin or, or one situation of, of darkness has completely defined them. And so already, just a lot of my work has been focused on that. So uh, someone saw that and decided to, to make the recommendation. Uh, my bishop supported that, and um, you know, then I had to fill all the forms to kind of apply, and then um, receive the word. So yeah, so it's um, 
yeah, that, that's kind of the process. It's not really a structured application or anything like that, but that's how it kind of works. Now, what are some of the expectations that come with this appointment? So first and foremost, uh, that I would represent um, the message of mercy in, in as broad an audience as possible. So obviously in homilies that I give in my parish or talks and speeches I give at conferences, in my writings, uh, first and foremost, uh, a real just herald of mercy. Uh, secondly, that uh, I would make the sacrament of confession as available as possible. In fact, I'm already trying to begin to rally my parish and say that we need to declare Our Lady of Grace Parish, which is my parish here in South Carolina, a field house of mercy. Wow. So how can we increase more confession times? How can we bring in some devotions? Uh, very successful. How can we really allow the parish to be a part of this and share in this ministry that the Holy Father's given to really just make mercy accessible? And then thirdly, there are, might be special commissions given by Rome in the case of reserved sins. There are some sins that are reserved to the Holy Father, such as defamation, excuse me, uh, yeah, a profanation, uh, desecration of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, in those cases, um, the Holy Father can that's a missionary mercy to give that person absolution. Hmm. That's powerful, man. I mean, it, you, um, you've you been chosen here, and I, I can see why. I mean, I've had you on, I, I want to say, maybe a little less than a half dozen times, but your writing and your works always call people to conversion. And this is something that's just at the forefront of your ministry. Uh, and and here, here's the thing. God's not done with us, Father. You know that. And, and despite our sins and the mess and the struggles and difficulties, that God is not done with us if we turn back to him. Yes, yes, and I want that message to get out to every heart, to every person, especially those who are in the darkest um, area or situation in their life. Uh, a powerful reflection given to us by the mystics is that, you know, in the upper room on the night before he died, the apostle that was most close to the heart of our Lord was Judas, uh, that, that he knew how dark Judas had become and, and how far Judas was, and the mystics tell us that, that it was Judas that was the most in the heart of our Lord as he wanted Judas to repent, as Peter and the other apostles had. And I just think that that message of mercy has to get out there, and we have to make it credible, convincing, open, enticing, because our world needs mercy. We, we just profoundly need the message of mercy. What are some of the resources or books, um, you mentioned some of the mystics here, that you would recommend others to kind of take on and, and start reading, and maybe some of those that you're leaning on as well right now as, as a recent appointment of a missionary of mercy? Yeah, so two that, that are, are very easy to read. Um, the first is actually in the physical letter that Pope St. John Paul II wrote, just entitled The Richness of Mercy. Uh, it's a really good encyclical he wrote. He was his second year as Pope obviously coming from Poland and, and from that Polish expression of the Divine Mercy. And then the Holy Father Pope Francis's book, um, The Name of God is Mercy. Uh, it's a very uh, powerful collection of various writings that he's given or speeches he's given on mercy. So those are two quick ones. And, of course, I would recommend, I, I should have started with this, but recommend uh, the Gospel of Luke. I mean, hmm. there are powerful stories in Luke's Gospel, the prodigal son, the Samaritan, the Samaritan, uh, the repentant thief. Uh, these are only found in Luke's Gospel, so uh, that is a powerful Gospel of mercy. So those are just three I would mention off the top of my head. What are you most looking forward to in this appointment? The opportunity to really accentuate mercy. I mean, 
Mercy's always been a part of my priesthood, obviously, a, a part of my, my Christian discipleship, but to really just emphasize in a powerful way the message of mercy, which I see and know that our world uh, desperately needs. Are there terms here? So is it like a four-year term, or is this, this forever? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, at, at this point, um, it's assumed that I have the appointment until uh, the conclusion of the Holy Father's pontificate, hmm. and then the next pope determines whether to renew or um, or to rotate in other missionaries. There's only about a thousand missionaries of mercy off the world, about 120 in um, the United States and Canada. Wow! So. Uh, at least for the duration of the Holy Father's pontificate. Although I've never met you in person, I've, I've had plenty of conversations with your father, and I can think of no one that uh, I, I think deserves this more. And, and, you know, again, in your writings, I can't recommend his writings enough, frkirby.com. We have two Father Kirbys, by the way, a part of our diocese, so not to be confused with the other two, but frkirby.com. Father, thank you for coming on. Congratulations on your appointment. Appreciate it, John. God bless you. All right, that's Father Jeff Kirby, everyone. Good stuff this morning. Good stuff. All right. That puts this first show of the week in the books. Thanks for joining me today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Father's heart Into the world we're reaching out To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.